0: Hello and welcome to the podcast, Expect Butterflies, the Law of Attraction channel with Alora Cheek, and I'm here to talk to you about conscious creation. How do we keep doing that thing called allowing? Allow, allow, <laughs> welcome. Hello and welcome again to the podcast for Expect Butterflies. This is Alora and... I want to talk about the process of learning about law of attraction and starting to turn your life around. Because once again, I read the origin story that uh, some law of attraction coach put where they talk about how they struggled for years. And then once they got the principles of law of attraction, their life changed around. And that's also my story. You know, I first learned about law of attraction and I struggled and then I turn it around and here I am. And And every life coach wants to help everybody skip that first part. They want to skip that first part of just learning about Law of Attraction and still struggling, but not yet understanding the bigger picture of how it all fits together. And I'm starting to wonder, should we even try to do that, right? And I think about my favorite Law of Attraction teacher, Abraham, who would say, there's nothing wrong with contrast. There's nothing wrong with being where you are. There's nothing wrong with having something that you want that you don't have yet. And you never get it done. You never get it right. In fact, every single time you manifest something new, something you would even say is better, now you're standing in a place of new contrast. Now you have new contrast. So it's like you've always wanted your dream house. You've been renting apartments. Now you have your dream house. Well, you're going to have things that you are going to be working through that never happened when you were in an apartment or were never a part of the apartment experience, right? Um, all the stuff that has uh, that is a part and parcel to home ownership, right? And then say you move on from home ownership to something else, well that's also gonna have its own stuff and it's the same in careers and jobs and relationships and and, and even just when you have like a quantum shift and all of a sudden you feel like you're standing in a new place although nothing has changed around you yet, that place also has its own contrast. Why? Because we need contrast. I keep thinking about this imagery that came to me uh, in this, maybe it was this summer, which is you cannot walk across or run across ice. If it's completely pure, completely slippery ice and your bottoms of your shoes are completely slippery and there's no traction, you, you literally can't get anywhere, right? you want just enough contrast so that you have just enough sticky on your shoes so that you can go in the direction that you want to go, right? So I also think about this with parents. I've got a number of friends who are going to have their first baby for the first time and I think, oh, so many things I would love to help you skip over, right? Right? If you've been a parent, you might think the same thing. Like having a child disrupts, just about every pattern you have previously had in life, your sleeping patterns, your eating patterns, your going out patterns, your social patterns, everything gets disrupted and rebuilt. It's sort of like, I call it the Phoenix, the Phoenix time where your whole life gets destroyed and then you rebuild something new and even more wonderful and better through those ashes. But there is this this take apart. And I think that, um, well, yeah, I think that the law of attraction process of learning about, how life really works where we live in this magnetic attractive universe and your thoughts become things i think there is this phoenix period where you are literally seeing all of your old patterns and in everything you do the way you eat the way you sleep the way you walk the way you talk the relationships that you have everything starts to get disbanded as you rebuild it in the framework of this new knowing and is that wrong i don't think so i think it's a it's a beautiful necessary part of Learning how to be a conscious creator. We're always creating, but how to be a conscious creator. So one of the things that, um, that people say is that when I first started doing Law of Attraction, I was only manifesting parking spaces and green lights, you know, so the traffic was flowing and I wasn't manifesting anything big till later. But you know what? I remember when I first learned how to manifest parking spaces and it honestly was a miracle to me right? You might look at it and say, oh, it's just a parking space, but it was a miracle to me. It was the first real time I realized, oh my gosh, I'm doing this. So at the time I lived in the Bay Area in the San Jose area of California, an incredibly dense place to live, a lot of population. And so the idea that people, law of attraction teachers at the time I was listening to were saying, how do you manifest, you know, front row parking or free parking and a parking space available? And I, for the longest time, would would try every trick in the book to try and manifest a parking space, and it wasn't working until I realized that I have this belief that there's no way there's going to be an empty parking space waiting for me. There's just way too many people here, right? There's not going to be one sitting there, but I thought, people are always coming and going, so is it possible that I could always manifest a spot opening up for me? Yeah. And honest to gosh, as soon as that clicked in and I realized, how do I think about this subject in a way that feels good to me? Not what other wor- other people's words are, but how do I frame this so that it works in my my universe, right? The Allura world. And honest to gosh, as soon as that happened, next thing you know, I would pull into the busiest shopping center, the busiest time of year, the busiest time of day, and I would And I would just sort of listen to my intuition and sort of drive around the parking lot or just zoom into the parking lot and boom! Somebody would be pulling out of a spot right in front of me. And then that kept happening and happening and happening. And I could feel though, the days when I was not in alignment. I could feel when I was off, I was pushing. I was pushing for my parking spot. And those were the days when I really had to drive around the parking lot for a while, you know, pause here, turn left, turn right, wait and play the game of lining up with the parking spot. At the time I just thought, oh well, my parking spot isn't ready. Over the years I realized I wasn't ready. I was not in alignment with my parking spot. As soon as I was in alignment with the parking spot, and maybe it took a little while of driving around the parking lot to get you know to get out of my head and into my, you know, my vortex, right? My intuition, my place of allowing. Boom, there was a parking spot. So, and I would line up with it. So for years, um, I did that. Now I, I'm at the part where I'm in the unconscious competence, which is I've been doing it for so long. I don't even think about it. Of course, there's a spot for me. Of course, there's a spot for me. But I've moved on to other things, right? Um, for me, like uh, some of the bigger things are I'm doing an improv show. You know, let's uh, let's. Uh, Wouldn't it be great if there was a great crowd of people there? Well, now I'm turning my eyes to my belief system to you know, if it's in my highest good, is it in their highest good, can I, um, uh, you know, open my arms to allow the inspiration to come through, you know, more people, bigger things, those types of stuff, and that to me is just a bigger version of a parking space, but honestly, isn't it all manifesting a cruise, isn't that just a bigger version of a parking space, right, but when we say bigger version of a parking space, what we mean is How much are you allowing into your life? How much do you believe is possible? How much do you believe is the next logical step? Well, actually, the next logical step is what it feels like when you're already in a place of knowing. But how much are you gonna allow? But the truth is, the feeling of manifesting that parking space, right, at the time was just as delicious to me as the feeling I had in 2018 When I manifested my first cruise, excuse me, I got so excited, (laughs) Like my first cruise, right? you think, oh, a parking space and a cruise. And I'm like, we're talking about a journey of consciousness. We're talking about delight. Are we going to start judging our feelings? Can we look at somebody who's taking such delight in a flower? They're so excited about the flower. And then we're going to look at them and say, oh, well, that's just a flower. You shouldn't be happy about that right? That's not big. It's not like you won the lottery or anything. Oh no, 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 no. I don't want us to start judging what makes us happy. I don't want us to start judging that the thing that we allowed into our life isn't big enough to warrant that much joy. That makes no sense to me. Joy is the point. Now you could say in the beginning of the law of attraction journey, I want people to get out of the distress stage faster. Because sometimes people really get into law of attraction when their life is a mess. And it's not just one part of their life, but like many parts of their lives, career, relationship, money, health. At that point, they're like, look, I'll try anything. At this point, I've tried everything. I'll try anything. So I'm sort of in this place of desperation. Law of attraction, please help me. right? Or it could just be one area of life that's so bad they're about ready to get evicted or whatever. Please, law of attraction, help me. And at that point... Yes. If you're focused on a parking spot, that's just one area of your life, right? And you might find that you've got two, three, four, five, six, eight areas of your life that you're trying to work at the same time. You're juggling, you're juggling a lot of balls. So it might take you however long it takes you to get most of those balls in the air long enough that you get critical mass critical relief mass that things start to snowball in a different direction, right? But should we look at that time of your life when you're starting to understand that you really are the creator of your own universe and say, well, you're just working on the small things until you get to the big things. And I say, no, 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 we should not say that. We should say every single thing that happens is a miracle. And I tell you, the universe does not judge the size of things and the value of things to the universe, a flower is just as important as a castle. It is just as important as the moon. It is just as important as the sun. That pebble is just as important as that job. Every single thing in the universe has equal weight because it's all energy made from the same source. And that source is only love. So everything is all pieces of the same part, right? So the universe looks at that through through those eyes. We're the ones who are judging. So all this to say... Um, I, I, I have gone through my phases where I want to save people. I want to save people from this, the beginning of parenting. I want to save people from the beginning of the law of attraction trauma. And, And at this point now, I'm like, no, it's not about that at all. It is about delighting in every single victory that we have. And I don't mean a victory of getting, yes, getting the thing is fun. It's a victory of allowing. Look at me. I allowed this amazing experience to happen look at me I allowed this amazing party to happen or I, I allowed I allowed myself to see and delight in this amazing flower I allowed myself to stand in the perfect place for these fireworks isn't that phenomenal look at my alignment look at my alignment look at my alignment and yes what you begin to allow will change and to the outside eye it'll it'll appear bigger but to the universe it's all delight It's all delight. So whether you're already in this stage where you're manifesting or you're living your dream job in your dream house on your dream location, or whether you're just starting out with law of attraction, um, we all feel the same vibrational scale. We all feel when we feel it feelings. Anger is anger. Despair is despair. Hope is hope. Joy is joy. Love is love. What we're feeling those things about, let's stop judging them. When somebody's feeling hopeless, do we look at them and say, oh, well, you shouldn't feel hopeless because da 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 No, we look at them and we say, oh, hopeless. Yeah, when well, we're in that place in the vibrational skillet, it doesn't feel very good, does it? Yeah, wow, huh, right? Now, if, if you're wanting change, great, and you ask for help, great, help can be had. But to say to a person, I used to think this too, like a, a person who lives in an affluent country. Right, who's really upset, like a teenager is really upset over prom and what's happening in their prom. And in the United States, we have these dances, these proms when people are like juniors or seniors in, in high school. But somebody who's in, in another country who's really suffering what we would consider a more terrible thing. We look at that teenager and we say, oh, well, you shouldn't be upset. It's only prom. We're basically saying you're not allowed to feel what you're feeling. Right? Your, your feelings aren't valid. Right? But all feelings are valid all feelings are valid because what they are is they're telling you how far are you away from that thing that you want the thing that you want your inner being is leading you there how far are you away from it and when you're really far away from it whether that thing is something another person values or not when you're far away from that thing that you want you you want it feels horrible it feels horrible And when you're close to that thing that you want, and again, you get get to be the judge of what you want. It doesn't matter what anybody else wants or what anybody else thinks you should want. You get to be the judge when you're close to that thing that you want, right? Like you, you cannot believe the delight I get over finding the most amazing pen to write with. It, It's almost as if I have won the lottery, right? My delight in finding that pen is so amazing. Is somebody then supposed to come to me and say, well, that's just a pen. You shouldn't feel that way. Well, if I let them get into my head about that, if I let their thoughts affect my thoughts about it, now I don't feel so good. But the truth is, don't we want people to be delighted about all the versions of pens in their lives, whatever it is? And say, yes, you are feeling a with who you truly are. Happens to be over a pen, whatever. That is phenomenal. So let's wrap this up and say, what I want to say to you is, let's stop judging where you are in the journey. Stop judging where you should be in the journey. Stop judging how fast you're getting to the journey. Stop judging what you think the journey should be about. Stop judging what you want. Stop being afraid to say what you don't want so that you can really get in alignment with what you do want and start making it more about how do I feel? How close am I to the delight that my soul is already feeling? How much am I letting it in? How much am I allowing? If it happens to be over a parking space, awesome. If it happens to be over a beachfront condo in the summertime, awesome. It is the feeling that we are it's the feeling that we're wanting. We do every single thing in our life. Every single thing. Even the things that that eventually aren't, aren't good for us, right? It, from our own judgment, aren't good for us. Because we think it'll make us feel good. Every single thing we do, we think it's because it'll make us feel good. We're here to experience joy. Now, the basis of that joy is the need for freedom. If we do not have freedom, right? Joy is hard to come by. The freedom to think, you know, the but we... And so sometimes our lives feel unfree. In the beginning of Law of Attraction, we feel trapped by relationships, jobs, careers, situations, health, whatever. We feel trapped. And that's a hard place to be. But there is always one place that we are free in. And that is our mind. We are always free in our thoughts. In the beginning of Law of Attraction journey, or if every part of your life is not good, that is the discipline that you are learning. You are learning that you get to choose your thoughts. But I promise you, no matter, and I know people who are wealthy, 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 wealthy. And I can tell you, money really does not make you happy. Money lets you buy things and money is fun and money lets you have experience. But if you're still not tuned in to the things that bring you joy, if you're still not allowing joy, if you're still not celebrating and paying attention to and basking in the feel-good that is your life, You don't feel good, regardless of your external circumstances. So be where you are. Don't judge. Don't try to be where you're not, right? If you're struggling, say, I'm struggling. So what? What did I do today that brought me delight? And do that no matter what your life looks like. Yeah. And celebrate everybody else's journey wherever they are. Because that's what we're here for, this this universal high five. (laughs) And so it is. You have just listened to Expect Butterflies, the law of attraction channel with Alora Cheek. And I hope you have an incredibly aligned day. You can catch more at expectbutterflies.com.